Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Coon Cassius, IFL TV, MTK Global, at the press conference here for this Friday night's Next Gen show, live on Sky Sports. Yep. Good new shows, these, aren't they? I, lo- I love these shows, absolutely love them. I love going to York Hall, Bethnal Green, it's a fantastic venue. Um, yeah, we've been going there so many years now on Sky, I mean, I... I'm almost 25 years into this at Sky Sports, and before me there was, you know, four or five years of boxing. And I think York Hall was the sort of go-to place back then. You know, the likes of Francis Ampofo coming through. I remember um, so many great fights at York Hall, and we've had so many wonderful world champions there, like the late great Johnny Tapia. And it's just a, a pleasure every time to to go to Old Ford Road and have a cup of tea and a bite to eat opposite and uh, and sit down, take our seat and everyone's got a great seat or a great standing place in there, the atmosphere is fantastic, it's it's like a bear pit and um, you know it just brings out something special in fighters especially the the London rivalries they're always really good and uh, yeah really looking forward to it, it's a great chance for the young talent to uh, to fight on a big platform, on Sky Live on Friday night and uh, yeah really good matches, can't wait for the Craig Richards fight, you know Conor Ben headline for the first time, Shannon Courtney back, um, just terrific, terrific. Ted Cheeseman as well. I want to see if he can, you know, rebound from the uh, the difficult defeat he had, and you know, and an array of talent. You know, Reese Pelosi around, so many. It's great. Look forward to it Friday night live yeah. in Sky Sports. I can't wait. I know you like those as well. I like the little next gen shows. Yeah, They're good. They're just like it's great. It's great being at the Garden. It's great being at Wembley at the big shows. But you know, there's something special. I get as excited about coming to commentate at the York Hall as I do anywhere. That's up for debate because you were quite excited in New York. Listen, it was an amazing story, wasn't it? It was uh, one of the biggest upsets we've ever seen. Um, probably at ringside, the biggest upset I've seen. Um, you know, we've had. Lennox Lewis losing a couple of times to Oliver McCall and Hassim Rackman. We've had, obviously, back in the day, Buster Douglas shocking Mike Tyson, which I think still, for me, sends shockwaves. I was in America when it happened, and so it sent shockwaves around everyone, and I think that, for me, still remains the, the biggest. But it was huge, and, uh, 
you know, Andy Ruiz did something that very few people thought he was capable of. Um, it was a terrific performance by Ruiz. It was uh, obviously a, a, a tough, tough defeat for Anthony Joshua. But you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see a rematch. We'll see Joshua rebuild, and we'll see what he's really made of. And I, I expect him to come back better and stronger than ever. Uh, but it was Andy Ruiz's night. It was a great story. The, the guy from the Mexican borders who took the fight at five weeks' notice. You know, joked about the the chocolate bars and the, the fatty foods and you know he was the he was the last guy laughing on the night and you know what he, he played us all week you know all that sort of friendly stuff and holding the belts and then when the bell went he he could really fight and the hand speed was was impressive and he was gaining confidence round after round even I thought when he went down in the third round he, he got back up even before that he was you know, starting to push the fight and uh, yeah it was a bad night in the office for AJ and it was a great night for Andy Ruiz these things happen in boxing it was almost as if his demeanour in the build-up to that fight kind of played everyone yeah. into thinking. Is it, would you agree with that? Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I spent some time with him the day after um, he did a press conference in Vegas before the Canelo-Jacobs fight. And I spent some time with him the next day and there was a, a sort of promotional shoot. And, you know, he did a, a round on the, on the pads, a round on the bag, and he was huffing and puffing. And I thought, oh, my God, what have we got here, you know? But I tell you when it really dawned on me when I spoke to Joe Parker on the day of the fight and he said, you know, you don't, don't think this guy's here just for the payday. He's, a, he's got quick hands, he's got more power than people think. And he gave me a hell of a first three rounds out in New Zealand. And it just made me think, you know, have we underestimated him a bit, you know? And, you know, obviously every, everybody expected Joshua to come through in a pretty solid defence. And when he went down the third round, it looked like that may happen. But... You never know in heavyweight boxing, and when a guy's got a golden ticket and a chance, you know, it's, uh, it's for there for him to take. And he took it, and, and Joshua was whatever, whether he was complacent or flat or whatever. He lost the fight fair and square. He took it like a man. He took it in defeat like I thought and hoped he would when he eventually did lose. I didn't think it would happen on that night, but he took it well, and it was Andy Ruiz's night. And, uh, you know, the heavyweight landscape changes a bit. Tyson Fury came back on Saturday night. He didn't yeah. slip up. What did he was, you make of his? Uh, I, I was thoroughly entertained. I've got to say, I got up at. Uh, uh, well, I didn't. I stayed up actually. I was watching the uh, the the uh, uh, Super Series that we had, obviously, um, which was a bizarre and pretty controversial and pretty dreadful ending. I thought to that fight uh, with Bradis, but. After that, I watched through Josh Warrington and, uh, and Kid Galahad, uh, which was a bit disappointing. I was looking forward to that. I thought it would really gel, and it didn't. Um, I thought it was a very close fight. I thought maybe Galahad might have nicked it, but, you know, I, I see what Frank Warren means. You've got to go and rip the, the title off a, off a champion, and I don't think he really did that, but I think Galahad did well, and he did really well in the first half of the fight, and I think he'll come again. You know, Josh maybe had a slightly flat night for him after so many good nights, but he should head to Vegas next and take the, the Rowdy Leeds fans with him. But then I, I loved it. I stayed up through the night and, um, you know, the undercard was a bit tepid, but when we got to seeing you backstage, Cougar, with Tyson Fury in the dressing room, you know, and I saw Ricky, you know, trying the hat on and I thought, I want to be entertained now. And you know what? It reminded me a little bit of the days when Prince Nassim Hamad came out and, you know, it was a short fight. He was expected to win, but it was the way he... He thrilled the fans, and, and I thought Tyson Fury was great. I thought he was, when he came out in the, in, in, in the black coat and Perry came into the Rocky stuff, I thought it was terrific. It was great fun. You know, it was um, entertaining from, from sort of that moment all the way through. I thought he boxed really well. Yes, he was expected to win. Never thought he'd have any problems. And, and like Anthony Joshua was expected to win, but Joshua had a harder fight against Ruiz. I think you know Tyson had an easier opponent, but it was an opponent he could uh, he could show what he's learnt with Ben Davidson. I think that's a relationship that's blossoming. I thought he beat Deontay Wilder. 
He didn't get the decision. I thought he looked terrific on Saturday night. I think he's, you know, arguably the leading light in, in certainly in heavyweight boxing. Would but you put him as number one heavyweight? Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You know, Deontay Wilder, listen, he'll sit here and argue. Of course he will, because he just destroyed Dominic Brazil and he put his name back up there. But if you're looking at the fight between Fury and Wilder, in my opinion, Fury won the fight. Um, was he nearly knocked out? Yeah, he was. And could Wilder knock him out in a rematch? It's possible. He got up, and it was a miracle he got up in that 12th round. But if you look at the fight as a whole, I thought Fury deserved the decision, and most people did as well. I think what Tyson's gone on to do is he's kept in great shape, put a bit more weight on, which was interesting, and had the power to go in and make a statement. Because I think what we all sort of worried about was whether he'll, he'll drift and, you know, outbox Schwartz, and it would just get a bit dull. Tyson went in there and, and did what he had to do. You know, he's got a new deal with ESPN and, and, and top rank, and I thought he was he was excellent. You know, he delivered great show afterwards with the, the singing and all that. And yeah, you've got to say that he's now he's now the man. And of course, Andy Ruiz has got most of the belts, and, and Deontay Wilder's got a WBC. And you cannot count out Anthony Joshua because Joshua was the man with all the support and the undefeated record, and who knocked out everybody apart from Joseph Parker, who who he beat comfortably on points until that moment so let's not just suddenly say forget AJ it's Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder the three of them are in the mix Andy Ruiz is there Dillian White of course who, who appears on, on July the 20th in a tough fight with Oscar Rivas there's plenty out there now Daniel Dubois and Nathan Gorman there's a lot of, of heavyweights coming through Joe Joyce too but at the moment you've got to say Tyson Fury certainly to me is entertaining and he is he's the man to beat mm. Um, just going back to Joshua, does Joshua need to go back to Madison Square Garden to put this yeah, right? It's an interesting point and it's a big debate. Um, does he, you know, some people think he shouldn't go straight into the rematch. He's got the rematch clause, he's going to try and win the belts back. And it's admirable, I know he's talking about, do I go back to New York and, and sort of right the wrong, the scene of the crime, all of that. And that's, you know, that's that's big pressure on the shoulders to go back there and do it there. I mean, it would it would be... Slightly advantageous for him, I think, to have it in, in Britain, whether it was at the O2 and you make a statement there by saying, I'm not going back into a stadium fight just yet because I'm the challenger, or whether he does it in Cardiff or if the rain held out at somewhere like Spurs. But, you know, I, I don't know. We'd love to have it in Britain. Of course we would, because at 10 o'clock at night, it's a huge, huge event for us. If it goes back to America, it's still a massive event. But for him, it's, it, he's got to make the decision. He's got to make the decision whether he's entirely comfortable going straight back in with Andy Ruiz, which he seems to be. Once that's done, he's got Rob McCracken and the team. Does he bring anyone else in? Does he keep it as it is? That's another decision to make. And then, a big one, does he go back to New York? Does he go to Mexico? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's even, even bigger in many ways. I don't think that will happen. I think it's either New York or, or Britain. But uh, it's making a big statement if he goes back to America. Uh, because, you know, it, 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 it was the worst night of his boxing life. Um, but look, as I said, he took it like a man. Andy Ruiz was better that night. He goes back. Lennox Lewis took two and a half years before he went back in with Oliver McCall. He rebuilt. Under Emmanuel Stewart, he didn't get a chance. When he got the chance, he was right and ready to take it. But with the Rackman defeat, he went straight back in because he believed that that was a fluke. And he went back in and he went to America and he did it. So, I don't know, it's interesting. And I look forward to speaking to Anthony and finding out what he thinks. Okay, Adam Smith, thank you very much for your time. And uh, I'm sure we'll catch up with you again over the weekend. Cheers, Google. All right. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill 
in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.